0: Ladies and gentlemen, don't worry, by the grace of God, I'll be back tonight if the Lord tarries his coming and we live. Uh, Today is the last day of the month, and so, uh, Lord willing, I'll be with you twice. Having by the grace of God preached the gospel and preached his word every day through this tumultuous month. And so, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes. In the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, and evangelistic service, family members, my beloved, This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 580, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version, each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history in the present and in the future. Today, beloved, we're reading Proverbs chapter 7, verses 11 through 20. Let's pray. Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven and Holy Father God I praise you and I thank you for your love your grace and your mercy I praise you Lord and I thank you for your Holy Son the Lord Jesus Christ sitting at your right hand interceding for us I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Spirit And your holy word and for all of the millions and many and manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for salvation, spiritual, family, life, mental, physical, Uh, financial and material protection and provision blessings, Lord, for our family and for all other uh, families that name the name of Christ and even people who are not saved. We do pray, Lord, for the family of the woman who was shot yesterday evening walking her baby. with a stroller point-blank. We pray for the police officer who was shot making a uh, routine stop. And we pray for all of the families of the people who died in that truck. And on and on, Lord, we could go. The beautiful young girl raped and murdered by her own half-brother Uh, another girl where the brother or family member said he was going to kill her because he's demon-possessed and the people let the brother live with her anyway and he did kill her. So we pray for these families Uh, that you would comfort them as only you can, but Lord, we pray that you'd cast the devil and the demons of hell out of these people who are still living. For there is a devil loose, unfortunately, and the church seems powerless against him today because of our own sin that has allowed the devil in the church. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ, for those of us who are saved, please have continued mercy and grace upon us because of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Lamb of God, the sacrificial Passover Lamb of God for all mankind. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for our sins. And Lord, uh, we thank you for your word uh, that tells us that if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us of our sins. And we thank you for all of that and all that you have done because For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Lord, thank you for what you've done. Thank you for your love. And we individually confess our sins for those of us who are saved. And Lord, help people who are able to tune in and to participate today at this time. Uh Lord help them to pray to you. Uh, Lord help me to bring that song in the pulpit tonight. Uh, Lord uh, 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 and that song, Daniel Ezekiel, that song, Danielle, that song, Daniqua is have a little talk with Jesus. We'll make everything all right. I need that tonight. I have to share that song with the people tonight. Can you hear it at that volume? Can you still hear me at the volume? Clearly. Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ help me to. I can't sing it Lord I wish I could. But you did not give me that. You did not choose to give me that gift that you gave my dad and my uncle Toby. Uh, so Lord, uh, let me help me to read it to the people tonight, and then maybe they can sing it. Have a little talk with Jesus. We'll make everything all right. So Lord, help them at this moment to understand that no matter what they're dealing with and everybody contrary to what the charismatics, the sweet charismatics, and the sweet evangelicals speak and say and teach everybody who is your child goes through tribulations, troubles, trials, temptations and tests problems and issues. It's just the nature of the beast, as some would say. And so, Holy Father God, uh, it is according, more importantly, to your word. So, Lord, help them to pray about things instead of fainting and quitting. Lord, help them to just pray a little prayer, for a little talk with you goes a long way. And help them to understand, Lord, that prayer changes us more than it changes the situation sometimes. And that's very important. Extremely important as well. You may not move the mountain. But you can move us. To accept the mountain and deal with the mountain. Before us. And so, Holy Father God. uh, I pray that you'll help the people to pray, those who know you, and help them to confess their sins and repent. For Jesus Christ's sake, Lord, as your people, please forgive us of our sins, our failures, and our faults. Wash and cleanse our hearts and our minds, souls, and spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ. Lord, no doubt, Uh, even though you have saved us and washed us and cleansed us in your precious blood. When we confess our sins, as you've given us the privilege to do, Lord, we're certainly confessing sins of the past and of the present. For we have all sinned so much, we need to confess our sins every day. For we are sin factories, unfortunately, because of our sinful nature. Wash and cleanse our hearts and minds, souls, spirits, and conscience, and your cleansing agent, the precious blood of Christ, and make us whiter than snow on the inside, as your saints. And Lord, crucify our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh, and the old man within us. Lord, today, fill us all afresh and anew with the fullness and the power the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord of your Holy Spirit. Put a God at our hearts, our minds, our tongues, our attitudes and our temperaments that we would not sin against you today no matter what the situation is. And then Holy Father God, as your saints, as your people, I pray Holy Father God for the salvation of the lost, sad to say Lord in the church and outside of the church and Lord I continue to pray for my own wife who I truly believe is lost and on her way to hell uh, having never shown any fruits of salvation and uh, Holy Father God I pray that you would open her blinded eyes I pray that you would destroy her Jamaican pharaohistic pride and stubbornness and rebelliousness. And Lord, not let that cause her to go to hell. Lord, as you know, I, I look forward to going to heaven one day and I look forward uh, to, uh, I'm, I'm very excited about seeing all of my family members there. And Lord, that'll be wonderful. And Lord, I do pray for the salvation of my wife Marika White and everybody in our family on both sides and Lord I pray that you will open their eyes and unstop their deaf ears and help them to lay aside their pride and Lord become true believers in you for it will make a difference in their lives for you dwell in your people by the power of your Holy Spirit through your wonderful magnificent system of grace and uh, Holy Father God I thank you for it and because of that when we are tempted we are uh, we are rebuked and encouraged not to sin if we sin we we become immediately under conviction Lord For anything we do wrong, telling a lie, disobedience, somebody caught you on camera and you look at the camera and see yourself and still lie, Uh, unbelievable disobedience and rebelliousness, and so Holy Father God, Lord, save those who are lost in the church, and save those who are lost in the world, the irreligious. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would rebuke and bind our enemy, the devil, his demons, and his hosts, working hard against us on this last day, Of the month where you have had me by your grace to preach throughout this month some days Two and three times. I don't know how you did it Because I certainly don't know how I did it But Lord I give you the glory the praise and the honor for it especially through this wicked evil ungodly satanically driven month and Lord I Thank you for the privilege. Thank you for the grace. Thank you for the might from heaven and the strength. And Lord, uh, I do pray that you would give us all in our family and in other families that stand for you. Sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil, and the demons of hell. And Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that today you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell out of my own wife, Marika White, and others in our family who have that problem, and others in the ministry and in churches around the world, and in other families that have that problem. And Lord, uh, of people being demon possessed and demon controlled and uh, Lord I pray that you'll drive the demons of hell out of their lives and Lord I pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts from our families and ministries so that your work will go forward no matter how much the devil and the demons of hell try to hinder and, Lord, block them sheer, and, and place a, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Save those, Lord, who are lost. Revive those who are saved. Heal those who are sick. Comfort those who are grieving and mourning all around the world, in this country, in our communities, in our churches, in our families, and in our lives. I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that, Lord, you will deliver us throughout this day from temptation, evil, and sin. Break the band of wickedness in all of our lives, you name the name of Christ, uh, Lord, and, uh, and Lord, deliver us from temptation, evil, and sin, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right, to do right, and to act right, and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, and Holy Father God, help us all who name the name of Christ Jesus, to humble ourselves, and to pray, and to seek your face, and to turn from our wicked ways, and to repent, and get back to you our first love, Lord, combining the Old Testament and the New Testament, and what you have told us to do so that we can have healing and revival. Lord, help us to do it, for we can't do it without you. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you would lift our burdens today. Cares and worries and anxieties, troubles, problems and fears. I pray this for all of your saints who name the name of Christ. And Lord, uh, help us to truly confess our sins and to repent of our sins and do right by you. Obey you so that we can, uh, so that, uh, uh, Lord, uh, you have... Uh, uh, by your grace uh, uh, free reign in our lives so that you can deliver us from our distresses and afflictions tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions in our lives and Lord I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ help us to eliminate sin in our lives by choosing to do right and choosing uh, not to do wrong and Lord I do pray that you would put a God in our hearts, our minds, tongues, attitudes, and temperaments that we would not sin against you and Lord deliver us from all spiritual, mental, physical, emotional, family, financial Student loan debt, student progress problems, and Lord, uh, help everybody to move forward by your grace. For you are no doubt a forward-moving God. You want your people to move forward. Uh, It may be an inch sometimes, but Lord, you want us to keep moving forward towards your heavenly gates. For those of us who are saved and Lord I pray that you'll help us to do it to not get bogged down in sin to not get bogged down in depression to not get bogged down with evil and bad people who are constantly trying to uh, hinder us Uh, to not get bogged down with unforgiveness and hatred and prejudice and pride, but to move forward, to make great leaps forward by your grace and by your might. Now, Lord, once again, I praise you and thank you for hearing and answering my prayers. You gave me uh, the peace about it and breakthrough about it on Sunday night. And then on Monday, you worked a miracle that is beyond measure. And so I thank you so much for that, and I pray that you'll continue to do that. Let your will be done. And uh, Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for millions of people today who are hurting. Some are already homeless. We pray, Lord, for millions of people that they will not have a food crisis which is upon us. A housing crisis, which is upon us. Uh, a utilities crisis, utilities crisis, which is upon us. And, uh, 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 and other things like that. And then, Holy Father God, I uh, humbly pray, as I prayed for over thirty-four years, And I pray this prayer, not only for my family, but for the thousands of of, uh, families that name the name of Christ. And Lord, especially those who tune in and participate. Lord, bless and protect our family from ourselves, our flesh, and from the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Lord I thank you for my son Daniel the fourth who has faithfully sent money uh, uh, to help in the ministry and uh, uh, he sent some money today and we thank you Lord for that he sent some money the other day we thank you Lord for that as well just a few days ago thank you Lord for my daughter Danny who has sent uh, multiply thousands of dollars to support the ministry uh, down through the years and now uh, she and her sister, my oldest daughters, are doing something big to help their younger siblings which I've always wanted uh, at the right time and in the right way because sadly Danny and Anita my two oldest daughters with my wife, Marika White, have truly been their mothers uh, in so many uh, ways. They were big, super big sisters beyond measure. And they're being super big sisters again, I, I gave them plenty of time to rest up from having to do things when they were here with me uh, in my home that they uh, should not have had to do as far as taking care of their siblings. Uh, As their mother just did not rise to the occasion, they did. And now they have the privilege of rising to the occasion uh, in another way now that all of the children are grown. It is a beautiful situation. Thank you for the miracle that you have worked and blessed my daughter, uh, Danny, to own a mansion and uh, now drive a Mercedes only at 31 years old and uh, evidently has chosen not to marry yet so that she can help her siblings and so get to where they need to be and I know that that is going to work out well with some trouble and some tribulations uh, because Lord when When you have to deal with Negroes, even family Negroes, it's uh, not an easy task. So, Holy Father God, I thank you for what you have done. Thank you for what you're doing throughout this day. On this Thursday, the last day of June, what a month it has been. Place, Lord, upon us the whole arm of God. Surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ. And Lord, help us to constantly be in joy and peace and with cheerfulness for those of us who are saved throughout this day and throughout the remainder of our lives and help us to remember the blessed hope that one day you who came will come again and that one day, Lord, we will die and leave this place call earth. And I praise you and I thank you that you have given me precious memories. Thank you for leading me, guiding me in the way you did. Because now I'm enjoying the precious memories just yesterday. Lord, as you know, mind flooded with precious memories of raising my children. And oh, what fun we had. I give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. That's all I can do, Lord, is give you the glory, praise, and honor. And I thank you so much. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Is everybody all right? Now this morning, I'll tell you about that tea later. But now this morning, my friends... I'm drinking my favorite coffee, Bulletproof, The Mentalist. If you can't do what you need to do with The Mentalist, you can't do it. You still hear me real good back there? You still hear me real good back there? All righty. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus. I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure To read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, pardon me, the word of God, at Proverbs chapter 7, verses 11 through 20. She is loud and stubborn, her feet abide not in her house. Now is she without, now in the streets, and lieth in wait at every corner. Hear me well, Daniel the fourth, and Daniel Ezekiel. So she caught him and kissed him. And with an impudent face said unto him, I have peace offerings with me. This day have I paid my vows, therefore came I forth to meet thee diligently, to seek thy face, and I have found thee. I have decked my bed with coverings of tapestry, with carved works, with fine linen of Egypt. I have perfumed my bed with myrrh, aloes, and cinnamon. Come, let us take our fill of love until the morning. Let us solace ourselves with the loves, for the good man is not at home, he has gone a long journey. He hath taken a bag of money with him and will come home at the day appointed. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we praise you and we thank you so much for your holy word, read devotionally. For your holy word has a way of holding us down. It's like an anchor that holds the soul down in place where it should be with you and not float away with every wind of false doctrine and every whore or whoremonger. It helps to give those of us who are saved that magnificent ability to say no even to a whore in the streets or a whoremonger at the club. Lord we give you the glory the praise and the honor for the times you gave us the strength from your word and from the power of your Holy Spirit to say no. We give you the glory, praise, and honor in Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. Amen. See The reason why, I mean, God put it in my heart to do it. I was not thinking about this so much years ago before, uh, but God showed me that many people in the church and even in my Christian family are lost and on their way to a devil's hell as I was lost, yet religious. If I had died before December the 19th 1979, I would have been shocked. Like some of you are going to be shocked if you don't get saved right here on this earth. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus. Okay, let me see it. Okay, you can go back. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even uh, those family members who are foes. Yes, even foes in the family and to the standing between the living and the dead service family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House Family Devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's Treasury of David, and I believe uh, this is one of your favorite podcasts. I, I believe that, and I know that because of the stats that I have seen compared to others. You do need to know that I told my youngest son that I will probably not live to finish this uh, uh, book that Spurgeon put together, probably the biggest work of his life. Not only was he uh, given a mother load of anointing. But, Spurgeon was a genius, there's no doubt about that. Anyway, this is episode number 155. Psalm 17.5 says, hold up my goings in thy paths, that my footsteps slip not. Under trial it is not easy to behave ourselves aright. A candle is not easily kept alight when many Envious mouths are puffing at it. Spurgeon, where are you? Go ahead, Spurgeon. What? Allow me. Allow me to share that with you again. What? I don't know where he even gets this stuff. Come I've never heard of this before. Under trial. Now, this is a true statement. Under trial. Under tribulation. Under troubles. Under tensions. Under tests. And I'm adding that it is not easy to behave ourselves aright. But now this is what I'm talking about. A candle is not easily kept alight when many envious mouths are puffing at it. Where did you get that from, Spurgeon? I don't even think that's in Shakespeare or Milton or uh, your, your brother and our brother, John. What's his name? Who wrote the Pilgrim's Progress? Bunyan. I don't I, I, I don't. I don't think you got that from them, either. One of them, any of them. In evil times, prayer is peculiarly needful, and wise men resort to it at once. Plato said to one of his disciples. When men speak ill of thee, live so that no one will believe them. Glory be to God. I like that right there. Even Plato said that. That's, what, that's a philosophy I believe in. Huh? Because people are going to say evil things about you. That's fine. But when they say them, live in such a way that they don't even believe it. So, so that you don't even have to respond. You will have at least two or three or four episodes in your life where people are going to say something negative about you. The devil is going to make sure of it, if you're doing anything for God. But you live your life in such a way, first of all, you don't even respond to it, unless you're guilty. And then you have the class to admit it. And then people will believe you even more, (laughs) contrary to what you think. Tell the truth on yourself and shame the devil. Where the devil does not have anything against you. See? Because you don't have anything hidden from anybody. But if you know you didn't do anything wrong, you don't need to say anything about that. Because people are not going to believe it anyway. They're not. Good enough advice but he did not tell us how to carry it out. We have a precept here incorporated in an example. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Go ahead and preach. If we would be preserved, we must cry to the preserver and enlist divine support upon our side. That's real good. Glory be to God. Hold up my goings, as a careful driver holds up his horse when going downhill. "Mm, Whoa, Nelly. Whoa, Nelly. Don't go too far down the hill now we both might fall and I'm going to go toppling over your head. And then you're going to trample on me. Whoa, Nelly. Of course, I added all of that. We have all sorts of paces, both fast and slow. And the road is never long of one sort. <laughs> you got to be saved to enjoy this, people. You've got to be born again. You've got to be saved to enjoy the wisdom and the words of Spurgeon based upon the word of God. But with God to hold up our goings, nothing in the pace or in the road can cast us down. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Thank you, brother, for leaving this behind. Uh, I know you probably almost quit, but thank you for leaving this behind for your brothers and sisters of lesser anointing. He who has been down once and cut his knees, sadly, even to the bone, my, 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 had need redouble his zeal when using this prayer. (laughs) Go ahead, Spurgeon. And all of us, since we are so weak on our legs through Adam's fall, go ahead, doctor. Had need, use it every hour of the day. If a perfect father fell, how shall an imperfect son dare to boast? I don't even know what you're talking about. You're so deep now, Spurgeon. In thy paths, forsaking Satan's paths, he prayed to be upheld in God's paths We cannot keep from evil without keeping to good. Keep doing good and stay away from evil, my children and my wife and all of you saints out there. If the bushel be not full of wheat, it may soon be once more full of chaff. Go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon. You own it today like In law form, in all the appointed ordinances and duties of our most holy faith, may the Lord enable us to run through his upholding grace. Go ahead, doctor. Amen. Amen. I can't wait to meet you up in heaven. That my footsteps slip not. What? Slip in God's ways? Yes, the road is good, but our feet are evil, and may I add, feeble. Go ahead, Spurgeon, I'm working with you. And therefore slip, even on the king's highway. Who wonders if carnal men slide and fall in ways of their own choosing, which, like the veil of Siddam, are full of deadly slime pits? One may trip over an ordinance as well as over a temptation. Now, that's deep, Spurgeon. Jesus Christ himself is a stumbling block to some, and the doctrines of grace have been the occasion of offense to many. Grace alone can hold up our goings in the paths of truth. Go ahead, Dr. Spurgeon. Amen. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for this fellowship with you, with Jesus, with your servant, Charles Haddon Spurgeon, he being dead, yet speaketh by your power, and we give you all of the glory, the praise, and honor, and thank you, Lord, for blessing me to be on this journey that you put me on, because I didn't put myself on it. I give you the glory, praise, and honor in Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. All right. Today we move to the family verses. What I call the family verses. Our family segment will be here three days. If the Lord tarries, is coming, and we live in this one verse, for this is a unique—pardon uh, me, this is a unique verse in this, the fifth chapter and sixth chapter, because it is the only verse that deals with the husband and the wife. See, most of you believe your family is your little plaything because you think you put it together with your $5,000 or $50,000 wedding. You think you're the boss over your marriage. You're not the boss over anything, people. We're all wicked, evil, undone sinners which have made us very... uh, uh, unfit to be the boss over anything. God is the boss over everything. It's not your little plaything that you can manipulate like you want to. You hear me? Men and women. For this verse speaks to both of you. And you can think that God is so loving he plays with you. He does not play with you. Jesus doesn't. He didn't play. I, I, I doubt if Jesus even played as a child. So, you know, you say, well, I know he did. You don't know that. None of us know that. We don't have any record of, of, of his childhood that's worth anything. It's okay if he did. I'm just saying, God does not play. When he speaks his word, when he gives you his word, Old Testament, New Testament, God does not play. He expects you to do what He tells you to do. And what He tells you to do is for your own good. It's not for His good, really. He would love for you to obey what He tells you to do for your own good. And He is blessed, if you will, when you obey Him. Huh? Okay. So let's see if you two, husband and wife, And we're talking about a a male husband and a female wife, okay? There's no such thing as a male wife. There's no such thing as a female husband. That's some damnable stuff that you created with your friend the devil. And I'm saying that on the last day of so-called homosexual pride month. Which, for some black people, uh, exceeds Black History Month. So, let's just get rid of all of the months. If you're going to do that, foolishness and abomination. And, And listen, I love this woman. I forget her name. She's a very smart woman, a black woman. And she's also against homosexuality. She's tried to deny, it, but she knows she's against it. And she's on MSNBC. She has her own Joy. 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 Her name is Joy. And I love her. And I think she's a very smart woman. I don't agree with her positions on things. But somebody, go and tell her, run and tell her that I said, you're overdoing it with the makeup. And with the white hair, some of you black women are overdoing it, trying to be, I don't know what, and in her case she looked like, uh, for some reason, I don't know if she's doing this for June or what, to try to uh, get some brownie points with the gays and the homosexuals and the lesbians, I don't know, Joy Reed, Joy Reed, go tell her, I said it, you can send her the video. And, I, and she knows what I'm talking about. She got, uh, all of a sudden she got blonde hair. And she had her face painted almost purple uh, What the other night. And and she's a beautiful woman as she is. So y'all go and tell her she's overdoing it for some reason. Looking like a uh, drag queen. And we know she's not that because deep down she's against it. She's already said it. She believes a man ought to be with a woman and a woman ought to be with a man. She knows it. But she can't say it out loud now because she has that that gig at MSNBC. And that paycheck. But you tell Joy Reid I said it, that's too much. It's too much. She doesn't even look like herself. And some of you other women out there, you're doing too much. When you are doing stuff to your face and your hair to make you look like a drag queen and you're a woman, you're doing too much. Anyway, that's free, okay? I ain't mad at nobody. Like I told you, I think she's the woman is smarter than I am. Uh, she, when I say smart, I mean the process in your brain, okay? The reason why they hired her because she is very, very smart. She can say things, click. Uh, 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 she can say things clearly and quickly, and I'm always impressed with people like that too. That's why they hired her because she's good at what she does. Okay, I ain't mad at her, and I'm not mad at her because I know she deep down she's for a man being with a woman and a woman being for a man. I'm just saying. She was on a panel the other night, talking about the abortion ruling and all of that, and and Trump and his rulings and all all the stuff going on with that. And she, I've never seen her like this before. Her face was purple. Her hair was off-white. It's too much. We, I, I, I can't hear you because of what I'm seeing. So you tell her, te- you can tweet her right now, and tweet this video if you want to, a sound, whatever you got. Uh, uh, she's not going to be mad, because she, she'll probably, be, I, I, I'm going to tell you what she's going to do, she's going to laugh. Because she knows that's over, the, that's, that's over the top. She should never do that again. Anyway, let's read this verse. Nevertheless, let every one of you, in particular... So love his wife even as himself now. Let me just stop right there again. I have to say this God wants me to say it all the time. I guess because I say it quite a bit That does not mean sir letting your wife tell you a bald-faced lie to your face and you know she's wrong and You let her get away with it No, you hold her accountable You rebuke her for lying, and she needs to apologize for lying to you about stealing your yogurt out of the refrigerator and then blaming it on the children. Don't tell me. I know my wife has done that. And she tells me, she's told me, she's never committed adultery. She's never even lusted in her heart after a man. I find that hard to believe, and I told her that. So, to me, that's a lie. Because I'm not going to tell you that lie. I have lusted after a woman since we've been married. I've also asked God to have mercy and grace upon me and forgive me. But I have, and I've told her that. And you're telling me for 34 years you never saw another man that you... Lusted after. I find that hard to believe. Now, I don't find her not committing adultery physically uh, hard to believe because I tried to get at her before we got married. And she would not let me do that. You say, preacher, you should not have done that. I know. I know. I know I should not have done you. You're not telling me anything. But I tried to get her. And, 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 and I, I, I normally can do that back in those days, uh, but she would not give in, and she would not give up. So I tend to believe her on that, but I, I find it hard to believe that she's never lusted after another man in 34 years of a rocky marriage. But be that as it may, my point is, I have a problem with you lying about stealing my cake out of the refrigerator and lying on your children about it. I have a problem. Uh, so I have a, that's going to make me have a problem believing you on something far bigger. I have a problem on the fact that you lied to me about stealing my bee pollen honey thing from the health food store in front of Danielle, my uh, uh, Daniela, my oldest daughter when she was a little child, about tw- about 10 or something like that, you stole it in front of her, and then you lied to me, and she had to tell me, uh-uh, you did take it. So that, that would make me have a problem believing you on something bigger. And my point, gentlemen, you don't cover those things up. You deal with it, then you cover it up, see, you tell your wife the truth, and when you know she has done wrong, you rebuke her about it. This stuff where you can't say anything to your wife is a lie to hell. In fact, I believe that you don't love your wife. You just want to use your wife to get what you want when you want to get it. And so you will let things go that should not uh, be let go. And so one of the main reasons why my wife and I are together to this day is because I checked her at every point. Her pride, her stubbornness, her rebelliousness, her lying, her dishonesty. A disobedience, not submitting. So you say, yeah, well, preacher, I just got tired. Don't, don't get tired. Who told you to get tired? That's that's your job. And that's a part of your love for your wife. Dr. Dobson said it right. Love must be tough. Yes, you, I mean, if you're saved, husband, you're going to forgive. You, you can't help it. It's just, It's a part of the uh god's um grace uh orbit if you will um system of grace is what i call it it's just in you it's, it's not it's for a t- person who's truly born again is really not that hard to forgive unless it's something like adultery or fornication or something like that and if you can't live with that it's best to just separate just get a divorce if that if you got proof that that has been done <clears throat> okay so you can forgive but you you need to make sure that she does not do that again for her own good and her relationship with God that's love too just like chastising your children is love it's not hatred and if, you take, if you're trying to take out anger on your wife or your children, then uh, you are not to rebuke them or chastise them. But if you want the best for them and you're not trying to take out anger on them, then you go right ahead and uh, you tell her the truth. Now, she will she be mad about it? Yes. But that's love too. She'll get over it. Because we do have some wives who think, who are you to tell me, you're not my daddy. I've told you before, your husband got way more authority over you now than your daddy ever had. So don't even say stupid things like that. And the wife, see that she reverence her husband. Your job, wifey, is to respect your husband. When he tells you something about yourself. You respect him and you you listen. Now let me tell you why something. What your husband really hates that you do. Okay. Is disrespecting him. And here's how you show disrespect. As soon as he starts talking and he's making good points. You want to butt in and say something which is disrespect. You think what you have to say is more important than what your husband has to say, and he knows that, and he feels that he does not like it. Now he may not tell you because uh, you have trained him to not tell you things that uh, you know is going to cause a problem or rock the boat. He fears you. He fears you putting him on the couch. He fears you uh, not letting him have sex with you, and all this kind of thing okay because that's how you have manipulated him and manipulated the marriage because you you've seen him so excited when he's having with you so ah ah he loves this okay so i'm a to hold i'm gonna control him by holding back on this you devilish woman you because mm, i know he loves that uh-huh, I, 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 I see his Achilles heel right there. Uh-huh, I'm going to use that right there every time to control him and to manipulate him so I can have my way. Mm-hmm, I saw his eyes roll back in his head. Uh-huh. okay, all right. Okay, and so that's how you control him. And he fears you. And the other one is you threaten to take away the children. Because you know he loves the children more than he loves you. Should not be the case. But that is the case in many cases. Okay. Wives, reverence your husbands. Respect your husbands. And the wife, see that she reverence her husband. And like I told you, that little quick-to-speak sin you commit. Your husband is trying to tell you something to help the situation and help the family and help you. But you come back in mid-statement of your husband's mid-statement. And you got something to say real quick like that's disrespect. I'm surprised he didn't backhand you. Praise God, he didn't. Ah, because I mean, that's that's wrong. It's too much. Well, I uh, I just felt like saying it. Then no, don't say. Let the man finish. It's going to take a man about five minutes extra to finish what he has to say. Then it'll take you. Learn how to wait, honey, child. <laughs> Let the man speak Because he doesn't like that Okay And he sees that as disrespect Now Just like you are hurt When he does not show love to you It bothers him When you don't respect him And then you do nine other things Along with The talking back While he's trying to make a statement Number one Roll the eyes Number two, move the neck side to side like an Egyptian woman, which men can't do unless they're homosexuals. They they choose to do that. Uh, The other one is blowing. Roll your eyes out your head this way. Blowing out your head this way. Number four, a bad attitude for the rest of the day over one incident. Okay? You're disrespecting your husband. And, so, and therefore, please understand, when you disrespect your husband, you disrespect God. Just like when children disrespect you, your children disrespect you, they disrespect God. And that's what you tell them. Because God is the one who told them to obey you and honor you. God is the one who told you to submit to and obey your husband. So you're disobeying God. And all of this is between you and God. Primarily. And if you don't want to be blessed, keep on doing that garbage. Shut up. He's not going to tell you, but I will. Shut your mouth and listen to what your husband has to say. And then when you do have something to say, even if it's not worth no more than two cents, say, excuse me, daddy, or whatever you call your husband. My wife calls me daddy. I told her to do that uh, right at the beginning of the marriage. And that's it. And it's how it's been for years. My children call me Papa. Whatever you call. I hope you don't call your husband Henry. You got, you got, you got a nice pet name for him. And you, you say excuse me daddy. May I say uh, this. Or uh, I have a suggestion or something. Whatever. You do it respectfully. You don't just jump in. See that's how arguments start. And there should be no arguments in the Christian home. Do you hear me? <laughs> do you hear what I'm saying to you? No arguments in the Christian home. None. Zero. How can that be argument? Is there an argument on your job when your boss is telling you something? Huh? If it is, you're going to lose your paycheck. Anyway, let's end it there for today. And by the grace of God, we'll visit it tomorrow. If, the Lord, if it be the Lord's will that we live and see tomorrow. Let's pray for some other people. Let's pray for some families, families that don't know God and families that do. Holy Father God in heaven, we pray now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for families that don't know you as Savior, that by your grace and by your power, Lord, in your unction and your anointing, the power of your Holy Spirit, I don't know how you do what you do. Lord, help them to hear the gospel and to be saved and to grow thereby according to your word. Pardon me, Lord. And Holy Father God, revive those families that are saved. And Lord, help them to go back to your word. And then, Lord, we pray for the salvation of those who don't know you as Savior. We pray for the revival of the saved around the world. We pray, Lord, for the healing of the sick. And we pray, Lord, for the uh, comfort of the grieving and the mourning. All around the world and in this country. And Holy Father God, we also pray for all government ministers in this country and around the globe. We pray that you would save those who are not saved, revive those who are saved, cast the devil and the demons out of everybody who has that problem, and leading guide and direct your government ministers in the way that you would have them to go. That we may lead peaceful and quiet lives. Uh, and Holy Father God, we also pray for all Uh, people who name the name of Jesus Christ as their Savior, that you would have mercy and grace upon each and every one of us and forgive us of our wicked, evil, and ungodly sins of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. Help us to truly confess it as sin and to repent of it as sin in our lives. We pray, Lord, that you'll help all of us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. And Lord, we pray for all people who are being persecuted, all Christians who are being persecuted and murdered in Nigeria and around the globe, including in America. Lord, protect us all who name the name of Christ from demonic persecutors, especially our brethren who are suffering in Nigeria. Lord, uh, we pray that this will not spread across Africa. And Lord, we pray that you will grant us all your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, to deal with our uh, daily issues and to deal with what might be our death in the future. Prepare us for it. Protect us, Lord, from it, uh, Lord, today, And, uh, uh, and help us to be ready for whatever you will call us to do. For your namesake for your glory praise and honor and help us not to falter help us not to fail uh, when uh, you call our name to become a martyr for you if that be your will now Lord I do pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ I pray for the peace of Jerusalem And Lord, we pray, yes, for the millions who are hurting and who will hurt because of the coronavirus plague, which is afoot now, stronger than ever, and monkeypox as well now, and other plagues that have come because of the refusal of the church to confess her sins and repent, and others as well. Thank you for your chastisement, thank you for your rebuke, because you told us that you rebuke and chasten those you love. Help us to learn our lesson, and Lord I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that uh, we pray for some by name. We pray for the family and friends of California resident Frederick uh, Tomilton Rodriguez We pray for the family and friends of Michigan resident Jennifer Rochelle-Jones, we pray for Rochelle-Jones Beeman. We pray for the family and friends of Minnesota resident Vanessa Girares, we pray for the family and friends of Albanian resident Reddy Rapaj, and we pray for the family and friends of Mississippi resident Cheryl Kendrick Rankin. We commit all of these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. And Holy Father God, we pray for the prayer requests that have come in, the new prayer requests that have, come, that have come in. Some came in on yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for uh, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, and Danielle. Uh, putting those on the list for us, and sending me emails about them. And Holy Father God, we pray not only for these, though. We pray for the thousands of people who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. And thank you, Lord, for giving us the strength and the mind to pray for each and every one of them by name, and to pray for their needs repeatedly and Holy Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for blessing with answered prayers for thousands of folk down through the years. And we pray for salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. As we pray for these new prayer requests, we pray for Nita, for Dr. Zelenko, who is in the ICU, to accept and to believe in Jesus Christ as Savior as Messiah and get saved. Please heal him if that is your will. We pray, Lord, for Marie Grace. Please place the strongest protection over her house and property. Deliver her from the gangs and give her new life. We pray, Lord, for George. Please enable him to devote his life to knowing you and concentrating on spiritual matters enable him to complete all tasks in his workplace so the auditor will be satisfied for his wife to realize that he loves her and obey and honor him. We pray for Pastor Bushebi and his church and his ministries. Please heal Timothy from problems with his prostate and kidneys. Please heal Melanie's eyes completely and bless the surgery. Please heal and comfort Dan and Evelyn after their mother's death and bless them with the money they need for support. And Holy Father God, we pray now for the people who have gotten saved through uh, the preaching of the gospel from this pulpit around the world and we pray Lord for the thousands who have made professions of faith in you. And Lord, we also pray for a few by name. We pray for M. Isaac. We pray for Henry. We pray for Lewis. We pray for Chi. And we pray for Mark. And we pray, Lord, for the people who have recommitted their lives to Christ. We pray for Laura, Viola, Debbie, Harriet, and Augusto. Help them all to grow in the faith and to stand strong in the faith and be the Christian people and the disciples you want them to be. We now pray for others who are listening right now to hear the gospel, to understand it, and to get saved by it. Grant me your energy, strength, unction, and anointing in the power of your Holy Spirit to proclaim and to preach your holy gospel once again. Save those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for us amen. ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus uh, and many of you who are in church but not saved many of you who are outside of the church and not saved if you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in the free pardon of your sins Here is how you can be saved from the power of your sins and from the punishment of sin. And get saved from hell and have a home in heaven when you die. First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's law. You need to start right there. You need to... Uh, come off of your pride and your high horse thinking your high horse thinking that you're all that You're not and I'm not the Pope is not the Dalai Lama is not Even Joel Osteen the pastor of the largest church in America is not We all are wicked evil ungodly half-baked Christian I mean uh half-baked sinners who need to become Christians, who need to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and become true Christians and disciples of Christ. We are wretched and undone. Some of us uh, are in the church and that way and we don't know it. Some of us are outside of the church and don't know the danger that we're in. So understand that the Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have sinned against God. We all have done evil in God's sight. Have you ever told a lie, my friend? Have you ever perjured yourself in court? Have you ever lied to get out of trouble? Have you ever stolen anything that does not belong to you? Have you ever lusted in your heart and in your mind? for somebody or something, that's a sin against God. Jesus Christ said that if you lust after a woman in your heart, you have committed adultery already. Have you ever dishonored and disrespected and disobeyed your parents in any way, in word, thought or deed? In front of them or behind their back. Have you ever. Dishonored God. And disobeyed God. By taking his name in vain. If you're nodding your head yes. Then you are are a sinner like I am. For we all have done these evil things. Since we have been old enough to do them, the age of accountability. No matter how pretty you are, you're a sinner. No matter how handsome you think you are, you are a wicked sinner. No matter how rich you are, you are a sinner. Because God said so, and by your own uh, experience you know that you are a sinner. It doesn't matter how much money Bezos has, he's a sinner. Same thing for Elon Musk, the richest men in the world. They're wicked, evil, ungodly sinners like you and me. No matter how religious you are, you are a sinner. With a sinful nature, which is like having a sin factory in your body. Second, accept the fact, dear friend, that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin across the board. The Bible states in Romans 6.23, for all, or rather for the wages of sin is death. The wages of sin is death. We have all sinned grievously in God's sight. Repeatedly we all have sinned against God. And the wages, the payment, the paycheck that you're going to receive for your sins is death. Now what God wants you to understand, because God wants you to take this very seriously. You have seen people die. And so you must understand that you're going to die. Now what are you going to do about that? Some of you people have life insurance because you know you're going to die one day. but you don't prepare for your death. Spiritually speaking, you don't have eternal life insurance. And I'm here to give you that, so that you can uh, give you rather how you can get that, so that you can take care of that on this side of the grave because you must do so on this side of the grave. Because on the other side of the grave, you will not have a chance to do so. There's no purgatory. There's no in-between. There's no vestibule. There's no limbo, my friend. So you need to take care of your eternal life insurance right now. Because you will die. The Bible says it is appointed for you to die. And then after you die, the judgment. You're going to have to deal with God. This is very straightforward. If you have to deal with a judge here on earth who is a sinner, you're going to have to deal with the judge of the whole universe who is not a sinner, who has never sinned in word, thought, or deed. He is the writer of the law. He's the one that told us what not to do for our own good. So understand that if you die unsaved, if God will allow you to die unsaved because you are a sinner, He's going to allow you to go to hell. To spend eternity there, in a place of torment. So thirdly you need to accept the fact that you are on the road to hell Jesus Christ said in Mark chapter 9 verses 43 through 48 in one of his greatest sermons on hell by the way Jesus Christ preached more on hell Than any prophet in the Bible more on hell. He preached more on hell than any uh, Apostle in the Bible and sadly, Jesus Christ has preached more in hell than most pastors of churches in our world today. And if thy hand offend thee, he said, cut it off. Take this very seriously. Take this very seriously, just like you take all the other verses you hear about Jesus Christ and what Jesus Christ said. You love those verses and they encourage your heart and they bless your heart. Would Take this seriously, too. Two feet to be cast into hell. Think about it. Into the fire that never shall be quenched. This fire continues to burn. It's burning right now. It's been burning since Jesus was here. The rich man is in hell right now. With a parched tongue. All he wanted was for Lazarus to come and give him a damp finger d-a-m-p a damp finger to cool his tongue that's how bad it is in hell that same rich man is in hell today this was not a parable you must understand that God knows what's going on in heaven and he knows what's going on in hell because God created hell for the devil and his angels that's right God did not create hell for you Ladies and gentlemen, but if you act like hell, look at my face real good, because this is the kind of impression that God wants you to get. You act like hell, you live like hell, like the devil, you look like the devil, you talk like the devil, and yes, there are some people who look like the devil, try to look like the devil. Tattoos and everything all over their faces You serve the devil You worship the devil You do what the devil tells you to do Instead of what God tells you to do You're going to hell with the devil My friend Oh I know that's not popular in most churches today That's why we got most preachers And most people in the church Lost and on their way to hell Living like the devil in the church Lying like the devil in the church Proud and stubborn like the devil. Full of witchcraft like the devil. And you will go to hell with the devil. If that's what you want to do. It's up to you. Where the worm dieth not, Jesus Christ said, and the fire is not quenched. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye, Than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched. Hell is a real place. Hell is a sad place. Hell is a bad place. But I have some good news for you. Even though you are a sinner even though I am a sinner. Jesus Christ gave us some great news when he said the most important words in the history of the world. When he said these words, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us he wants you to be saved from hell and that's what is the gospel is all about getting you saved from hell so that you can experience the divine reset that starts down here but is uh, fulfilled up there you don't want to miss the divine reset All you have to do, my dear friend, is just believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. That he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins. He was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. And he tells you what to do. Believe in him. Whosoever means everybody, red, yellow, black, or white, we're all precious in God's sight. Whosoever believeth in him should not perish. That means you will not go to hell. Rather, you would go to heaven for the divine reset. And guess what? God wants you there. Jesus wants you there more than you want to be there. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ right now and thou, you, shall be saved. Jesus Christ did not say believe in church membership. Church membership does not mean anything. Many hypocrites have hid behind the church for years, including pastors and pastor's wives. And they're on their way to hell because they act like the devil and, t- and, 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 and live like the devil. They have never been born again. We all know about this. The FBI under the authority of President uh, Biden and Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi are investigating finally the Catholic Church in America, priests and preachers so-called. Who have done ugly and evil and ungodly things to children who are on their way to a devil's hell. So you can be a priest. You can be a preacher and lost and on your way to hell or none. So church membership, Jesus Christ did not ask you to believe in church membership. Jesus Christ did not ask you to believe in giving money to the church. And Jesus Christ did not tell you to believe in doing good work for the church. He told you to believe in Him. He's already done all of the good work. He has never sinned in word, thought, or deed. And He's the only one God will accept. Not you, Him. And all God wants you to do is believe in him, his son, Jesus Christ. Pray and ask him to come into your heart to save your soul, and he will. This is the only way to be saved. Jesus Christ said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Church membership won't get it. Giving money to the church won't get it. Doing good work for the church won't get it. Just believing in Jesus Christ. And then he'll help you do good works for him. Follow me in prayer right now, phrase by phrase, and mean it from your heart. If you want to be saved today. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have repeatedly done evil against you. I have repeatedly broken your commandments and your law, and I deserve to burn in hell, and I don't deserve to go to heaven. For Jesus Christ's sake, your Holy Son, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, as he has told me to do. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. For I believe only in Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to truly repent of my sins and turn from my wicked ways and to follow you in the new life, Lord Jesus Christ, from this day forward. Help me to grow as a disciple. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake, amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose from the dead by the power of God, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. And that is, believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, go to Gospelite Society and read my book titled, After You Enter Through the Door, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door, by me if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you to help you grow in the faith. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you. Real good is my prayer. Let's all stand for our closing prayer today. And if the Lord tarries, is coming. I'll be back tonight. Uh, preaching. The continuation of the Just Jesus campaign. And I may do a little Bible study before that. Depending on how the Lord leads me. To wrap up. The month of June. 2022. Let's pray. By the way, we'll be having communion on Sunday if you're not a part of a church home church family join us to get yourself some grape juice or red unsweetened wine Jew- or Jewish wine kosher wine preferably uh, Mogan David will do Manushevis will do Uh, But if you go to uh, Trader Joe's, they have kosher wines there as well, and uh, you can use that. But if you don't want to use that, it's fine. Uh, Get yourself some Welch's grape juice uh, and take communion with us early on Sunday morning if the Lord tarries is coming and we live until we meet again tonight. Pray without ceasing. Keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord. If you're feeling down, pray and read the Bible. Nothing on earth, no pills, no liquor, no drugs will lift you up better than prayer and the Word of God. Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you so much for Lord after uh satanic attacks you're leading me to have this service early today and what a blessing it has been it has blessed my heart and lord we pray that you will bless our afterglow time as you did last night and so that we can get ready for this evening save those who are lost Revive those who are saved. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and forsake. As the music plays, I'll fly away. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time.